and then just say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna just use the extra week that we have before the Super Bowl, and we're gonna just do it that way. Then fuck the <sighs> NFL. But yeah. if they if they, you know, automatic defaults, I love it. That That's what I want the NFL to do. But they can't do that because ticket sales, TV sales, all that shit. Oh, it's just- gambling. That's what they're really concerned about. That's what drives the league. It's gambling. Hello, sir. Uh, What's up, fucker? Jesus. I agree. Fuck the NFL. Fuck them in the ass. Whoa! Oh, easy. easy. That was Christy Mack attack. Oh, Christy Mack. Christy Mack. Boys, I have found the hack for Instagram. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me just start it by saying that there is a lot of horny dudes on Instagram because we post one picture of Christy Mack and all of a sudden we're getting like 60, 70 likes on a fucking picture. Well, what would have been hilarious is like for now on, we'll just strategically choose names, yeah. Yeah. but like, but, but not related to like Christy Mack, be like Lisa the Pope Ann. and then just have like a woman in like a nun's outfit or something. Yep. This is the Lisa Ann work. episode. Yeah, I, I guarantee. You oh, the Pope gets less than Christy Mack for sure. <laughs> less likes, way less likes. Probably that picture I picked was pretty good. My favorite part is is like in the in the description of the of the episode, it's like donate to the BC Children's Hospital, and it shows Christy Mack, and then behind Christy Mack, if you look, it says flashlight. <laughs> nice. There you go. It's awesome. Welcome, our new sponsor awesome. of the show, Fleshlights. Hey, don't knock until you tried it because it's a good time. Get yourself the Oxana version. Headley <laughs> Sands version. Um, there we go. Yeah, it's, that's the topic for tonight. If you were to get a <laughs> flashlight, what model would you use? And Kanzi, you can't say August Ames because that would technically be necrophilia. Oh, that's totally, oh, that's totally against my morals. You can't look at her. I'm not using her flashlight. You can't look at her. You just got to look at older videos. No, it's still. It's, it's taboo for Conzi. Yeah, I can't do it. This dicky dicky won't work. I, I mean, I, I doubt that. I think that Conzi could throw on some August frames and still whack the tack to it, I would imagine. I would feel really bad, but probably. Eh, you feel good. When would you feel bad? Four minutes. On the cleanup? Yeah, you yeah. always feel bad on the cleanup. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. even matter where you jack off. The to. depression. Yeah. You just you like you squirt your little juice out, and then the kids are playing in the pool on your fucking tummy there, and then you start wiping it up, and that's it. You just like, oh, I feel like shit now. <laughs> this, is, this is it. So, so the um, question is, what, what's the best venue to do this? Because obviously, if you're picking up your kids on the belly button, not so great. What about the shower? No, I can't jo in the shower. Mm-hmm. That's hard. No, tough one. it's hard. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough sledding. It is yeah, the most overrated oh, sex place. hundred percent. Oh, Pull over on the side of the road on the Coquihalla is a good time, though. Yeah, I'll take your word for it, brother. I get murdered if I comment. So. <laughs> Fucking Arizona Coyotes. God damn it. I set Kanzi up for a big fucking spike. <laughs> he said no blade. They're not biting on it. <laughs> they won't be the Arizona Coyotes very long. Oh, that's true. Well, as long as they pay their taxes, they'll be there, though. Right? Well, I think I mean, that's part of the problem. Not even, pay, not even paying their electrical bill. What about their taxes? <laughs> so, so where's the next NH? We'll save it. We'll save it. Where are we recording? Oh, yeah. so somebody, somebody just opened. It doesn't matter. 
Hi, right, everybody. Take it away, Gonzo. Go. Go. <laughs> it's not even my open, but I'll do it. Okay. I can do it. What five, uh, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, for another week of the No Instructions Needed podcast. We're having fun already. It's a, it's a good night. The boys, the boys are buzzing, so uh, let's dive right into it. Yeah. Big T on the West Coast. What's up? Ah, uh, I am doing okay. I'm a little snoozy after work, so I'm feeling refreshed. Uh, my brother's in town from Germany. I haven't seen him in two years. So it's been nice to That's reconnect sweet. that way. Uh he may ha- he had to get an Omicron test today, oh. so I might have to get, might have to throw some hands with him if he gives it to me. But he I, he has a sniffles and a, apparently it's a symptom of Omicron. So I'm like, go oh, get tested. You're supposed to see my 70 year old mother in two days. So oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah like go oh, get tested. Yeah, so yeah, there's a bit of uncertainty in the air, but uh, I feel fine. So yeah, man, good to be back with you boys. A so Friday, I always feel like we're firing on all cylinders on friday because three of the four of us have a few uh libations in us and uh one is just always bringing the heat anyways so uh and that is julian ortiz what is up my friend your brother's in town bringing the omicron with them hopefully everyone tests negative uh you know especially when the the mayor of margaritaville is going to get a little bit of a of a a visit right so we don't want to we don't want to do anything too bad, but yeah, listen, firing all cylinders. I feel like I just saw you guys not complaining. Absolutely love it. Um, you know, I know Chaps, he's going to do his little bit of a spiel here, but uh, we're doing pretty good when it comes to, you know, our, our donations. And so with that, and Chaps is going to plug our live show. Chaps, take it away, brother. Oh, what is up? If I could redo the donations, I would and just put all Christy Mac pictures on there. Um, because hey. I, <laughs> uh, that seems to work pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, donations as of the December 17th at 7.14 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. We are at $2,525, which is pretty awesome. We wanted to get to five grand. I don't think we're going to make five grand, which is okay. Uh, but you know what? We're doing a lot of cool things. So just visit our, uh, our our bio on any of our social media pages and hit the link or hit the link in the bio to uh, donate to the BC Children's Hospital. Because on December 23rd, Sir Eddie Lack will be joining us to give away some prizes to, to, to some lucky people who donated. And Mr. Trevor Connie, the former MasterChef winner of season something in Canada. <laughs> Uh, he will be given away. Know him so well. No, he's easy. I know him very, very, very well. Um, he will be uh, joining us to give away some presents as well, and or some prizes as well. I'm not too sure who else is joining us, but uh, but that's what we have going on. So visit our Facebook page at 7 p.m. December 23rd, and we're gonna have some fun. Sounds Damn. tight. So listen. The world is shutting down. Omicron is taking over like it's the third, you know, beast wars, evil villain. 
you know, its special attack is fucking infect everyone. Um, but I mean, obviously, we're seeing like the NFL chaps. We were talking about it before. The NFL is postponing games to Monday and Tuesday. The NHL is shutting cities down at this point. Uh, the NBA uh, are allowing teams to, you know, sign emergency players. Oh, and Kyrie Irving is coming back to play in road games for the NBA. What is going on in the world today? And what are we feeling? Should should sports just shut down for a little bit? Or are we saying, fuck it, head down, UFC-style soldier through? Uh, I know how Chaps feels. Conzi, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the rest of the world except BC. I don't, I, I don't even think we got the Delta variant yet. We're just... Uh... We're living in the past here. We're like two variants behind Ontario. So we're not going to feel this until 2022. But um, in the sports world, yeah, is it a little too early? I don't know. Uh, I guess we're hitting the panic button and everything's going to shut down. But uh, I I would like to see these athletes just power through it. I mean, I'm I'm a self-proclaimed non-health expert. But, uh, but so don't, don't, Dr. Conzi. Yeah. Don't take your, don't take your medical (laughs) advice from me. But, uh, I hear that Omicron or Omicron or Omni Omni is, uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, it's, um, it's, it's the symptoms are much less potent. Uh, I don't know if they've seen a lot of uh, adverse health effects from it. So if that's the case, like, shouldn't these healthy athletes just be able to move on through this? Well, it's kind of a trade-off because the like symptoms and like the actual illness isn't as bad as like the other variants, but it's like a bajillion times more infectious. Uh, So it's it's kind of like a catch twenty-two at this point. Like, I think it's like very very mild when you actually get it, and it's not like you're lungs shut down for the most part and i again uh, i'm with you i'm no expert on this but i think it's like a lot more contagious so it's kind of like a give and take i don't know but uh in terms of like sports and stuff like that like it was this year like i've been to a few canucks games i've been out like white caps as well it's like you start feeling a little bit of normalcy and then boom another it mutates like the x-men um yeah, it's just like you think you're gonna like pass the tough part, and then boom, like hey, this one's super contagious. Stay at home. I don't know. And by the way, whenever someone says Omicron, I automatically think of The Simpsons because Kang and Kodos are from Omicron Percy I eight, and so it, <laughs> every time I saw that, I just picture Kang and Kodos. Fun fact about old Dean and how my brain works. Your big bulging brain. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I'm just tired of COVID, just in general. I mean, like, like we've tried, it beat us. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. I mean, we've tried everything. I, uh, I think these athletes are super healthy. Let's just let them power through and, um, and go. For, we all got the, you know, a lot of these athletes too all have the, the, uh, the vaccine too, which helps with the symptoms and everything as well, right? So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of under the the uh, the thing of, of like well let's just you know if you get covid you put them on the side and once they're you know not showing any symptoms let them back on the, the ice or the field or whatever 
and go from there. And, and that's just, that's where I'm at. I still think we should take it seriously. I, I honestly do I think we should still all get the vaccines. Cause if you don't get a vaccine, you're an idiot. I don't really care what people do. Like, I just don't, I don't understand your, your thought process behind that part of it. The government's not trying to kill you. I promise they need your tax revenue. They'll probably try to kill all the people that don't get the vaccine first. If they're trying to kill people, it's just common fucking sense. Um, but, uh, but it's true, Julie. <laughs> I mean, like, if they're, if they're, if who are they going to want to live in this world? All the sheep or all the fucking all the all the independent thinkers? That's just it's it's common sense. <laughs> yeah, and listen on TikTok, all I hear is like, "Oh, if you take the vaccine, you're a sheep," and then you know, you know, your your tax dollars goes to like these governments, which is why I never pay taxes because I don't want to support these governments. It's like. On your thought process, on your thought process, chaps, let's kill these people. They're not contributing to the world. They're not paying the taxes. They're not paving my roads and paying for my kids to go in daycare. Fuck them. Let's go. Get rid of them. Omicron, Deathcon, Boobatron. Let's get rid of all of them. That sounds like a good one to get. Boobatron. That's that's the one Konzi wants. (laughs) Motorboatatron. I just bought a ticket to Mexico like two days ago, and then like, <laughs> and then oh, well it was done. like the same day. It's like my mom called me. It's like, oh, there's a travel advisory, Dane, and I'm like, okay, mom. And <laughs> like, it's I'm still like able to go as of right now, but it's you know, it's only like, am I gonna have a thousand dollar credit at uh, WestJet coming my way? Uh, all signs point to probably. I think that and, you get a and, Prince George flight out of that, though. Pretty sure. Oh well, and, I'm pretty sure if I can't fly to Mexico, I can't fly to Prince George either. <laughs> and I'd rather go to Mexico. Mexico. Just don't drink the water. Yeah, you're gonna I'm wish be drinking you drinking cerveza. Don't worry, my brother. Pacifico. Oh, what's better, Pacifico or Corona? I'm I like them both. I really like them both. Um, they're both delicious, but I my work has like a president's club trip and the one we went to in Cabo for two years straight served Pacifico. So I'm more partial to that. They didn't have Coronas. Hmm. That, Modelo, the resort. Modelo, the official sponsor of the UFC. John oh, Modelo's good too. Yeah, John Anik yells it into the microphone every fight. So there you go. You got to support the good old Modelo brand. Mexican beer is delicious. No bones about it. (laughs) They like to drink. Everything Mexican is delicious. Yeah, that's true. That's facts. Mm -hmm. Except for the ladies. Well, I don't know. What kind of tacos you like? Well, oh, Julian, you're El Terrible. (laughs) See, I'm already practicing. (laughs) El Terrible. We bueno. No bueno, mamacita. Uh, no, I, I love, uh, I like Corona. Corona in Canada, Pacifico in Mexico. It's usually how I roll. I haven't been to Mexico in about 12 years. So I know it all. I know all the Spanish too, because I watch Narcos. Now I know everything. <laughs> subtitles. No, yeah, 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 subtitles. No dub. This guy, no dub. I can't dub. No dub. No dub. Hey, listen, no dub, no rub. That's why you got kids, right? Oh, there's rub. There's rub. There's always rub. There's always time for rub. Oh, man. Big weekend in movies. How are you avoiding the spoilers? Okay. So Julian's seen it. I've seen seen part of it. I haven't finished watching it. 
How did you so, get it? Don't worry about it. We can't talk about that kind of stuff. I don't want to get canceled. But I've seen, I've seen that, a you portion said of that. It. You just said Mexican women are good tacos, and you're worried about getting canceled. Okay, my good pal Jang, listener, hey Jang, saw it last night, and he's like kind of prodding us and teasing us with like giving up spoilers, even though he's supposed to see it with me on Tuesday and, and some of my other boys. And I'm like, you have to sh- shut your handsome mouth, my friend, because I don't want to know any spoilers. And I feel like by the time Tuesday hits, given I don't have Omicron, I'm going to be in it. And I need to I need to go in with a blank slate. Nice. And people sometimes can be the worst. Uh, there's one guy, Chaps, you'll know that um, I want the the second Star Wars movie. Like he posted a picture of his movie ticket and said Luke Skywalker dies at the end. And it was like the first day it came out. And like some people are just kind of dinks like that. So you need to avoid social media. Can't go on YouTube. That's for certain. And uh, only a few more days left. So the only thing that like I've seen is the numbers. Like I've I've made sure to sort of stay off social media, uh, but paying attention to the numbers, like how is it uh, how is it doing? So it's set to be the best opening in p- the pandemic era. Um, right now, projected to finish third all time in like the Thursday open. I think it's scheduled to make like fifty million, and I think it's number three behind Endgame and The Force Awakens, and. I don't think it'll come, unfortunately, close to the the weekend opening, which is like almost a third of a billion dollars that Endgame did. But I mean, it's it is tracking. Endgame was tight. Yeah, I mean, it is tracking to make like quite a bit of of dollar bills as far as uh, you know pandemic. But this is their fear. Like this is the movie industry's fear right now, and that is we have these big budget movies, we have these things that we know. In a regular era, we would kill, but with all of these variants coming down, I mean, Ontario just basically is going back into lockdown as of, you know, by the time this uh, drops, it'll, we have already have it happen. I mean, limited capacity, no restaurants or, or strip clubs open past 11 p.m. Strip clubs what? is like a main, main emphasis in, in, in the big announcement provincially. So, I mean, this is always going to be the biggest fear. You have this huge popcorn movie and you don't have people filling the seats but fuck man as long as they figure out for chaps in time for the batman which i'm hoping doesn't get delayed again you know this is this is the industry we live in over the next probably you know 12 to 18 months because who says the next variant and we know there will be another one isn't just as contagious as this one bug i think it'd be Fitting if it ended before Batman started with a bat, ends with a bat. <laughs> It'd be perfect. It would be like the perfect coming uh, to the end. And, but but the Batman's really about the guy who started the virus overseas. <laughs> He's the Batman. Just a two-hour lead-up to him eating a bat. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't <laughs> fucking do it. It's like Titanic. You know what's gonna happen, but you gotta watch it. <laughs> Oh man, hilarious. Oh, man, if I could go back in time, I'd punch that motherfucker right in the goddamn face. <laughs> oh god, the things we missed. Poor Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. <laughs> it probably was him. 
He, see, that's the thing, right? Some guy overseas saw that video and was like, hey, this is a good idea because Ozzy did it. So let me do it. And then he just fucking breaks the world. It was He's a new old. release over there, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> new release in their 1984 Jeep. <laughs> the cassette was rocking hard that day. The 8-track just came out. Uh, which which uh, old rocker looks the most like a corpse? You know, you got like the Mick Jaggers, the Ozzy Osbournes. Alice Cooper's pretty good. Alice Cooper, yeah. Like Keith? Gotta be Keith Richards. Keith Richards. Yeah. Like, how, like these guys, they are the cure for cancer, some of these guys. Like there is the cure for all diseases in some of those bodies with the shit that they've done and still lived. Robin Williams had a bit in uh, Live on Broadway, where I think it was a stand-up special. He talked about at the end of the world that survives nuclear holocausts and meteors and everything, there's going to be a cockroach and Keith Richards. Yeah. And Keith Richards is going to turn to the cockroach and said, I think I smoked your uncle. <laughs> and that I mean, he is, he's a guy who like invented oil changes. That guy's blood has been taken out of his transfused out of his body more times than I think I've peed in my lifetime. He's going to survive everything. He's, he's ridiculous. And he still doesn't actually look that bad. Like that's the crazy thing is like these guys in their lifestyle of doing drugs, banging chicks and drinking themselves stupid either die really early or survive the world. And Keith Richards might be the last man on earth. Do you think he still like to this day is getting shitty and doing lines of snowy cane and getting yeah. his DS by multiple women? For you know breakfast. what I used to have for breakfast? Cocaine. You know what I have for lunch? Cocaine. That's a role models <laughs> reference. Yeah. That's an underrated movie. Oh, it's a great movie. It's so it's good. Phenomenal. <laughs> what did you have for dinner was it cocaine <laughs> the hot dog too it's like oh yeah. just put it back in there what does that look like <laughs> I have to fire that up today was that the Don't first you time BS me? cool I'd, I'd say so outside of Hawkeye that was the first time like I knew it was a thing in that movie what LARPing, LARPing. Oh, <laughs> see, Chaps has a different type of LARPing, not that kind of LARPing. He's got the Santa suit. She's got the Catwoman suit. It's oh. LARP all day over the Chaps household. <laughs> Santa suit was a big success, man. Big success. That's probably the guy that he he does a lot of cocaine too. Guaranteed, Santa. Have to means <laughs> he got to go to every single house in one night. Tell me that guy isn't fucked up. <laughs> got to be. That's the Santa Claus movie I want to see. Well, that's probably just Tim Allen's life, right? It's bad Santa. No, but the real, which are great movies. (laughs) But like the real Santa, I'm saying he's on his sleigh doing the line of blow right across the fucking map. I think that would be awesome. But Martin Sheen is Santa. (laughs) Charlie (laughs) Charlie Sheen. Martin Martin Sheen. (laughs) Martin Sheen owns it. Martin Sheen might be. Yeah. Martin Sheen might be like Father Time from like Santa Claus Three. <laughs> oh God! It's 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 so it's funny. I mean, you talk about Santa on drugs. I mean, the second experience of my daughter meeting Santa looks like we got like the detox Santa. Like it looks like he just oh, yeah. got released from like the ninety day sober house. He was skin and bones. Everything was falling off him. It looked like Santa was having a rough time, and we. 
and we have that conversation. I'm not sure. Like, I mean, obviously your kids are getting older now too. It's like, are Santas in the malls just like helpers that the real Santa Claus contracts out during these times? Or are we trying to say that not only can he deliver presents across the world in one night, but like he's also in all of these malls simultaneously. So like, what, what's the thousands story? upon thousands of malls <laughs> at once? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what story? I don't know what to say to uh, my four year old's basically already figured it out. He questions everything, <laughs> so like even this fucking elf on the shelf thing, <laughs> he's he's like we're telling him it's watching him. He's got to be good because it's reporting back to Santa. He's like he's in the other room. He can't see me. <laughs> so my wife tells him that he's got invisible cameras all over the house. And he's he's like not X ray vision. He's not even buying it. He's like yeah okay. So I don't know. I, I don't. I can't even sell them on it anymore. I'm going to focus on the two younger ones, I guess. Put put it on his pillow in the middle of the night and have him wake up to it and be like, <laughs> "I'm always watching, motherfucker." <laughs> Traumatize like a little, him with a, like a little gat there, just like say <laughs> <laughs> like, like with a teddy bear, like your son's favorite teddy bear with like a hand oh. missing. Be like, "You're next." <laughs> Jesus. With a horse giraffe. head in the bed, cuts like a horse. Head. <laughs> his, his is a giraffe, so yeah. Giraffe oh, there the we bed. go. Yeah, yeah. It's just motherfucker. <laughs> giraffe, he's fucked up. <laughs> oh man. So I was dressed up as Santa Claus and I went to kids' houses here this week, and uh, Un- uninvited. Uninvited. Yeah. It was real awkward. I got arrested dozens five times. Doesn't sound creepy at all here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dressed up and went to see some kids. Santa with a NOS bottle knocking on your window. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, dude. Did I see your kids? <laughs> your hair feels so weird. <laughs> so fucking soft. <laughs> Yeah, Manscaped. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, do I have 20% off for you. <laughs> Manscaped.com uses promo code, no instructions needed. Um, so <laughs> so yeah, so I went to some people's houses dressed up as Santa Claus. It was really fun. It was really like rewarding experience, to be honest. And then uh, the last house of the night, I did mine. It's always hard to do my house because I really have to go. <laughs> you know how we're talking about that uh, Ben Stiller movie where he went full. You really have to go full Santa, and uh, so so I get into the I get out get get into the house or I'm outside the house and Conzi's been to my house. You two obviously haven't, but we have these like big windows in the front. So like I'm like throwing snowballs at the window and the kids are coming out like oh my god it's Santa it's Santa. I'm like yeah motherfucker I did it this year this is better this is better and. Uh, and then I get in the house and I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Okay. The four-year-old Luna says, <gasps> Santa, oh my goodness. Yada, yada. She's so jacked, right? Comes over, hugs me, and the super jacked up. And my two-year-old looks at me, she's like, That's not Santa, that's daddy. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. God damn it. And she knew. She knew the whole fucking time. Uh, it was, it was, it was pretty funny. So- so then, like, how do you play it, right? Like, do you play, like, Santa sent me to just help him out for a little bit, like a little weekend gig, because he's busy making your fucking toys with the elves? Yeah. 
Or you just like, shut the fuck up and go to sleep. I had it played in my head three different ways. And the way with I went was, no, I actually am Santa. And I played with it. And that's how I played it that night. Now, today, Luna, my eldest daughter, she said, hey, daddy, when Santa threw the snow in the air outside, he put his head up like this and his beard looked a lot like yours, daddy. (laughs) Like he had the white beard. Daddy, daddy, are you Santa Claus? And I looked at her dead in the eye and I said, yes. I go to every single house on Christmas Eve and I give the presents to everybody. And she stared at me for like 30 seconds and didn't know what to say. <laughs> she was trying superhero. to if I was superhero. Santa. Yeah. So I think now she actually thinks I might be I might be Santa. Right? Like, like that's cool. What you should have done. Option number three, though. Next time you play Santa, okay, bring yes. the Batman mask with you. <laughs> when they ask you if you're Santa, you turn, put on the Batman mask, like. I'm Batman. <laughs> and then there we go. Now, now, now they're all fucked up. Now they have no idea what's coming next. I I would love that. I should do that. Yeah. Dean. Dean's, Dean's birthday from Batman was great. I don't remember that. Dean's a little spaced right now. Yeah. He's a now little my brother spaced. just walked in the door, so I'm distracted. Oh. The Omicron's seeping in. Yeah, the Omicron's coming in strong. <laughs> So <laughs> the Omicron, I feel it coursing <laughs> through my veins. Oh boy. He's just sitting there <laughs> blowing his nose. I'm just like, you know, the best part is I can exactly picture what that looks like. Cause I know your brother so well, I can picture him like doing the exact motion that he would do to do that. Yeah. With the face. yeah, 100%. <laughs> Guy saw his logs too. Saw oh, yeah. his logs. Yeah. Do you guys, do your guys' partners uh, hit you when, you when you're snoring? I don't snore that much, dog. As long as I'm not on my back. Yeah, if I I'm get on my told back, to turn over. Yeah, if, if I'm on my back, the chainsaw is rid it dead, dead going. <laughs> I feel like Konzi can like hit some decibels. Oh yeah, especially if I've I've had a few. I tied a couple on. I'm pretty relaxed. I'll get in there and. Oh, this bad! My 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 lungs shoot straight out of my mouth and get sucked back in. That's how loud it is. <sighs> like the coyote. And Chap just air humps in his sleep. I do. I don't know why. I do. 100%. Almost like, dude, are you? One time I came into his room when we were in university. I'm like, are you faking this right now? He's, and like, I don't know answer. I'm like, Chaps. He's like, oh, what, what, what? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you were asleep, just humping your bed. Chaps is trying to get everything pregnant. <laughs> I do. I do dogs. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to say something else, but it just didn't work. Conzi's into necrophilia. You're into bestiality. This is this is great. Dino's got the, Omicron. Isn't that how they awesome. made the Beastie Boys? Oh, <laughs> Okay, if you, if you, <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of this now. Oh, this is good. Okay, mermaid. <laughs> you, if you, if you had to bang a mermaid, oh. are you going fish bottom, woman top, or fish top, woman bottom? Oh, that's easy. 
Woman talk. God, he's thinking about this one hard. <laughs> yeah, because he's trying to think where his penis would be inserted into the mermaid. Well, yeah, I was like, fish bottom. I don't get that one. You just slap slap it with your tail? I don't know what she does. But uh, Just okay. slide the scales to the side? Yeah, but then... Yeah, it's... Oh, but fish top is so gross. Fish well, top is just like... Yeah, but what do you lips. do with that, too? Yeah, that'd be like sticking your dick in a fish's mouth. Though. <laughs> yeah, I guess like, so. Pull a fish, fifty-pound salmon out of the sea and put your dick in it. Like I don't know. <laughs> you also, how drunk am I? No, <laughs> you also wouldn't be able to see the eyes because they have the side of the head. So like you'd just be sticking so... like bridge of the face, <laughs> like... the little fucking gills are going. <laughs> Oh man! Uh. So Dean, are you going fish top or fish bottom? I'm going woman top, fish woman bottom. Top. Okay. So there's no procreation. You're just in there for a good time. Yeah, I'll probably stick to the upper half. <laughs> right, there's some good stuff to use up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> find a way. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Do we have to lock in our answers? <laughs> I was just curious. Dean was the quietest through this entire thing, so I'm like, just oh, I, mine was mine was no debate. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple to me because you can use a couple different things up there that will work fine for that scenario of pleasure, and you probably could find a hole somewhere on the bottom too. So I would, yeah, I, I might be the work. odd guy out. I I might go doggy style with Susie Salmon. <laughs> I was I was thinking along the same lines until you named it. You, that you made it very real, <laughs> Susie Salmon. You made my decision for me. Why Terry Susie? the tuna. Terry the tuna. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Terry the coho. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I always okay. thought Annalisa Lee used to look like a fish, kind of like the top part of her, like her, her face, kind of has like the. Like the cartoon fish look. The lips will do it too. All of yeah. Yeah. Well, we're just talking about the reverse of they made a fish movie where the woman was fucking the fish guy, right? Yeah, they did. No, yeah, they did. The guy was fucking the fish girl. No, 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 no. Has no, there no. been one of those too? Girl in the water. Not girl in the water. Oh, lady uh, in the yeah. water. No, 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 no. It was no. lady in no, the it's, water. It's she, it was a woman in a the fish. Sound, sound of water? No. No, no. Yeah, we're getting closer. We're getting, we're getting closer. closer. Yeah. That sounds that sounds a little bit better. Wasn't it the sound? It was it is is something Gamora, to do with water. Gamora, it had to do with water. Well, it, had, it was Gamora. The shape Gamora, of water, right? There we go. Shape, shape of water. Of water. Yeah. There we go, dude. Yeah, she the, bangs a fish. The smell of water. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine coming home to that house. You just smell like fish every day. Oh, we got a ghost. Oh fuck! Here he comes again. <laughs> oh, you've been eating candy. You're all wired. <laughs> yeah, you want to say hi? We're talking oh, about we oh, two of them. Whoa. Double trouble. What up, though? Yo, you're a, you're a cutie. Hi. You're like the miniature version of Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Meat hooks and all. <laughs> okay. Say bye. Throw the fingers. Are you, are you, yeah, you did throw the finger. Yeah, he's giving us a Steve Austin. Number one. <laughs> no, he was going like this, I think, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
Better yeah, be good, otherwise the elf will get you. Jesus, that's no, that's not that son. That's the other one. Oh. Close on the door too. Look at that! Oh, wow. Now let's yeah. get back to talking about fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anatomy. <laughs> she fucked the fish in that movie. It sucked. It was so overrated. Oh, someone's back. The door just one best picture. Oh, the door was not a Guillermo del Toro movie. I see. I think I said Guillermo del Toro or something. But yes, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, okay. totally, totally. His new movie looks dope too. He's oh, a the great one director, B- Nightmare B. Alley. Cooper? Yeah, Nightmare Alley. Sounds like a yeah. never mind. <laughs> Wait, just sounds great, like a Christy great. Mack movie right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a great question though, Big O. We we need to bring that one back up for Eddie, I think. Oh. Which one? The, the, the fish top <laughs> fish top or bottom? Yeah. I feel like I feel like the feel Swedes like may down. have a different answer. <laughs> I just yeah. on the on the Christmas charity show for the BC Children's Hospital. <laughs> not too sure that one that question's gonna fit. Hey, We're getting into some real shit, Japs. Yeah. No hold barred. Oh my God. <laughs> he's our friend now. We're allowed to ask him. Right Is he? Yeah, he's he's pretty much my best friend. Yeah. Oh, it's it's good. good. Watch out, Julian. Oh, hey, hey. Eddie Lack's got nothing on me. <laughs> nothing on me. Okay, uh, quick transition. Do any, any of you guys catch the highlights to Tiger? And Lil Cat tearing it up on the course today. Yeah. What's Little Cat? His son, Charlie. Charlie? Uh, Charlie's going to be better than Tiger. That's the first thing I think of pretty instantly. Charlie might be better than Tiger right now. Yeah. I mean, I, to tell you the truth, I thought I'd care a lot more about it, but I didn't, I didn't care at all. Not even a little bit. I've seen, I seen like a couple highlights on Twitter. I'm like, all right, that's good enough. I really didn't care too much. <laughs> Call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> Now where's Chris? I think uh, I think based on like what he went through and the fact that he's opening up about like the fact that amputation was like really on the table for him and you see it almost seems like there's a calm over him that if he never wins another golf tournament like he'll be okay just seeing him on the links with Charlie today and even like there was there was somebody who did an interview with Tiger and they talked about some of the footage of the similarities that him and Charlie have, whether it's the, the club twirl, uh, they both have like seasonal allergies on the golf course. So they both actually do like this little thing where they rub their, their hand underneath their nose and they pull like the side by side and shows tiger during the interview. And the look on his face is just like pure happiness. And I think that's where we're going to get from tiger. Now he may compete in tournaments. We're not going to say have the same expectation, but we know he's on the front nine of fatherhood. And Charlie is going to be tearing some shit up. And if that's all we see, like, I'm all for it. I, I love that transition <laughs> for Tiger. I wish it almost didn't, like, cost him his life to go down that road. But I think we're going to see some pretty cool things. I, I agree with that. I'm, I mean, the guy, he's been through a lot. <laughs> a lot of it was self-caused. But um, it's, it's good to see him happy because I feel like, after watching that Tiger documentary, I felt like I learned a lot about him that I didn't know. And he f- just looked like this robot going through this golf robot. And now you kind of see in the human in Tiger. So, I mean, it's great to see him out with his son. If we get to see more of that, as long as he doesn't do the uh, Earl Woods Winnebago on the course, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> Revert back to some of those old ways. But I- I'm happy to see him happy. 
Nobody else. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have Jesus. much to add. I don't really have much to add. He, you know, the, the the documentary was interesting and stuff like that. And, you know, it's kind of gave you a rationale as to why he did some of the stuff he did. I've never been a huge fan. I've never really brought it to the hype. He's excellent. Golf ain't really my thing. Uh, I like to play it with the boys as long as there's a, a crispy 12 rack involved. But uh, yeah, it's, he's never been my cup of tea. But uh, yeah, if someone's going through some stuff and comes out happier in the end, then I'm all for it. Like I said, I didn't care he was playing golf again. So I, I like, like, I just, he hasn't, I'll, if he was in the lead in a major in the last round, then I'm like, you're oh, watching. I'm watching. Yeah, 100%. For sure. Even if, if, even if it's the third round, I'll pick it up. You know what? I'm bullshitting you guys. <laughs> I, I will fucking check my updates on my scores when Tiger is, is playing. Yes, I will. hundred percent. But this specific tournament and, and why he can and how he came back with the sun and shit. Yeah. It's going to be cool to watch, but I, I just didn't give a fuck. Like I'm like, okay, let's see what go, go play Dustin Johnson. Like then I'll be like, all right, see what the fuck happens here. But uh, cocaine all the time. Oh fuck. His wife too. <laughs> Both of them. I'm sure are hard years. Oh yeah, I mean, no, I mean, but that's just, that's the thing, right? Tiger can be, can be removed from the mainstay, but like Saturday afternoon at four p.m., yeah, Tiger's in the hunt. You're planning your day on Sunday around the tournament. True, like you're you're like any of any one of us is, is is watching like that. That's really what it is. It's like oh, Sunday, never mind. Tiger's in the hunt. We're gonna see him put on the red shirt. And we're going to sit there and see if we see excellence. We may not get it the same way that we would expect it before, but we're still invested in Tiger. Yeah. Because when at the top of the game, there's no one better than Tiger. There's no one more must see than Tiger. Sure. What I meant, like at yeah. the peak, like Tiger. Oh, at, like, at his yeah. peak. Yeah. At his peak. Yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. He, was, like, he was Gretzky. He was fucking. You know, yeah. I, I think you could probably throw Tyson in there too for must watch. Mm-hmm. Brock sure. Lesnar's first couple years as well. Oh, cheers. Hey, whose day is it for the old... Uh... I think it's Julian's. It is Julian's. <laughs> Good thing that's schedule. Um... <laughs> so you, you fucked everything up the first day, chaps. Now we're all fucked up. Uh, Nos... I'm drinking water tonight. Nas is starting to kick in, so... Hey, oh, there we go. <laughs> hey... A O, let's go. Let's go. I'm not going to watch Hawkeye, by the way. <laughs> okay, so can I talk about it? Yeah, I don't care. Last episode, and spoiler alert's coming <clears throat> in hot. Oh. At the end, they say you show a picture. Who's in it? You may ask me. Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin, like we all predicted, but now it is confirmed that bald, magnificent man that I hope is not as big of a bitch as he was in Daredevil is back. Well, I mean, even if he is, we're not going to get to see it in one episode because there's only one episode left, right? So it's it's going to lead into a bigger thing. Um, I was a little bit, I was a little bit disappointed in Yelena. Uh, only because I expected her to be the last person we saw. Final boss? In. Yeah, but not even a boss. Like it was like towards the end, like 
you I thought Fisk would be introduced and then after Hawkeye sort of deals with Fisk as being the big baddie and he thinks he's in the clear, then Yelena shows up and it's like, I got your wife or I know where your wife is or something. And then it's like, that's how it ends. And then we pick up with either season two of Hawkeye or the next movie that they're going to be a part of. But there's a lot to wrap up in one episode. And yeah. it's always my fear when they have like these really short seasons and then you have the little you know teaser thing that they have at the end of it. But I But they had a I'm, teaser at the end? No, but I mean like when you have like the like the fist, right? Fist comes in. Are we talking post credits? No. <laughs> no, when you have fist come in in like the last throwaway scene, and then you have one episode left, and there's still so much to wrap up for Hawkeye in 50 minutes it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it also sets up a whole lot of stuff for the future of the multiverse that's That's all i'm gonna say that's the effing thing man that's effing thing like everything sets a lot of things up you're like how many movies am i gonna be paying for and how many disney plus shows i'm gonna be watching it's infinite man (laughs) yeah it's i mean disney realistically is gonna make everyone have a, a real decision to make in like two years when the subscription price goes to 20 bucks a month. Like when they, when they jump it because Boba Fett coming out just before, uh, just after Christmas is going to go into a whole other dynamic of star Wars. And then Disney plus is pumping out Moana TV show, Tangle TV show. So now you get the kitties getting invested in the stuff again. Like they're really Disney's killing it right now. That's why you just don't get addicted to the old Disney. You're just a freelancer and watch everything, like myself. I did. I spent like a hundred bucks on subscriptions. <laughs> like I'm a, I don't have cable, so it kind of works out to be oh, yeah. Stevie. But um, get yeah, a box, brother. Well, you gotta tell us how, where to buy these boxes. Yeah, you never tell yeah. us shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You're you always tell like, shit. there's a little okay. bet on this or yeah, it, it, like I want all these bets and I watched all these movies, but uh, so have a good night, guys. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, Give that's us that's the conversation. Links, you don't tell us it. shit. Okay, I won. I won three hundred and seventy-five dollars on a fifty-dollar bet tonight. Let's go. Exactly. If I did the exact same bets that you did, I feel like you don't share your losses, but I feel like I'd be better for it. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't share my. I mean, I'm I'm honest with like when I say I make like maybe four bets a night and two of them lose, but the winnings of, you know, the two or three wins far exceeds it. Right, like I'm betting like fifty bucks outside of the outside of the San Diego game, which was like the I thought things were going to be a whole lot different when it started out ten nothing, and then I'm sweating with two minutes to go that they got score a touchdown. That, that's pretty shit much in it. your pant, and they had to do the two point convert too. That game was ridiculous. That was pass interference at the end. F the refs. I agree. I, listen, I agree, but yeah, that it's... wasn't feet getting tangled. That was a guy like tripping them. Yeah, I want another like eight hundred dollars today in soccer. So let's go soccer. Oh, speaking of soccer and the Uh-oh. old EPL standings. I believe oh, man, I was I getting I believe I was getting shit on for a very very long time. And uh and then I believe there was a bet actually made with a certain Arsenal Adam as well oh. about this season. And for some reason, I think on the show too there was a bet possibly with myself and 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 people about Arsenal finishing in the top 10. And I believe they're in fourth now 
and they're yeah. catching, they're climbing, wow. and they're Easy. coming after. Easy. Easy. It's a three horse race. They're I, not competing for I'm, a title. I, you know but, what? You know what? But they are many, they are good. Like how they many games have, did they play? How many games are in the EPL? Oh, I mean, we're like halfway through the season. Okay, so they're not that far behind. They're like 10 no. points behind, right? So that's 100%. three wins, right? Three points a win. I know a little bit about yeah. soccer. Yeah, yeah. Listen, they're 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 in a Champions League spot. And that's about as far as I'll give you because the top three teams in the EPL are in a race of their own. But Arsenal's got like young talent. And that was their thing is whether or not their young talent could get together. Spoiler alert, they're really good. You guys they, shit on them. You said they sucked. I, you said they're terrible. I, yeah. You said that their young talent sucked. And motherfucker, I watch so much soccer. I know everything. Yeah. And there is a challenge. Your team from uh, probably FIFA 11. Oh, no, not even like the FIFA Tigers, 09. Hall City. Hall City. No. Oh, Hall I thought City. you were Wolves. I thought you were yeah, Wolves. Yeah, the Hall City Sorry. Wolves. Oh, Tigers. Sorry. Hall City Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were Wolves. Sorry. They're in eighth. Chaps, Clint Chapel was the best. A whole city Tigers player of all time. I'm on whole city. I scored 10 goals on easy mode. I'm cool, bro. That was easy mode. It's not easy <laughs> mode. Yeah, I mean, they're in the midst of a pretty bad situation where they're canceling. Like, I think 75% of their slate this week got canceled. A bunch of games got canceled over the weekend. Um, like it, it's it's certainly getting hit hard in, in, in Europe right now. And then the question begs Beijing just around the corner. Are we thinking that we're going to send athletes now? And I understand that we sent athletes to uh, wherever uh, Tokyo in the midst of like them going through the worst, you know, COVID cases in their in their time. But like political issues, COVID issues, is this like the perfect storm to be like, sorry, China, we're gonna sit this one out and we'll try again in, in four years or or two years, or, or are we thinking, fuck it, let's just send all of our precious cargo of NHL players to compete and then potentially get stuck in China and not be able to finish the NHL season? What are we thinking? I think like some of these players, uh, although like everything, like every fiber in their being is telling them no. Like I think some of these players that they think, hey, this is my only shot to do, is that they have no choice but to say yes. Like I heard something on the radio that's like our Mark Mangiapani on Calgary. It's like he's on this run right now where like he is probably being heavily considered to be on this team. Um, but like, will he ever get this chance again? who knows right so like if if it's someone like him like a fringe guy that like is is riding the coattails of one very good season and they ask you to go to bay or whatever where is it beijing beijing yeah yeah it's like you can't really say no like if i was in the same position i'd be like shit like i gotta do this right like this might be more than a chance right because he's kind of gone from like serviceable guy to like huge point getter and if canada comes knocking on your door for the olympics and like considering that even in the last olympics there was no nhl players who knows what's going to happen in the next four years so like you kind of have to take it but do you think the nhl lets them go now i know they collectively bargained uh, andrew Mangiapani. sorry and w- one of the things they said is that you know they want to honor it but also that they would 
revisit talks because of the potential of you go to China, you're not going to be able to leave the country if there is some sort of positive test. And then how does that ultimately affect the return of the NHL's product? Should the NHL, if things are as bad or get a little bit worse than they are right now, should the NHL let their players go? Or should they say, we got to protect our brand? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Conzi? Yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm in charge of that organization, I'm going to protect my assets and say, I'm going back to bargaining and saying you guys can't go. Uh, as an athlete, though, I think uh, Big D hit it on the head is you're, you're going to want to go. I mean, the Olympics are only every four years. I mean, you've got a very short span in there to achieve an Olympic gold medal or an Olympic medal or even compete, just compete in your sport on that stage. And to miss it and, and roll the dice when other countries are still going to go. And I think that's a tough decision. I think most athletes would say, you know what, I'm going to risk it and I'm going to go. But on an organization level, yeah, I mean, you can see the NHL risking the rest of their season because those are the best players in the league from every country going to that event. Yeah, yeah I, I, I <laughs> if I was in the NHL and they're like, hey, please don't go, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. I'm going. Um, so classic daps. I mean, like you work, it's not the NHL is different because you can still play the best hockey in the world without going. So it's like, it's a different scenario, but you know, for all the, for all the other athletes out there, like, no, they shouldn't cancel the Olympics. They should let it happen. I mean, I'm sorry. And people will be like, Oh, with the Omicron, the coronavirus, it's like, fuck, these guys waited so long for this. And if you fuck their cycle by one year, that fucks up so much more than that. I, I let those guys go. Let them. I, I would want to see Canada compete in the Winter Olympics. And I, I think that, uh, like, there's an Olympian here in Prince George. I, I believe she's a snowboarder of some some sort, and you couldn't stop her from going. There's no fucking way. It just wouldn't happen. And so, like, I yeah. agree with you. I agree with you for those athletes who rely on sponsorship money because there isn't any real like funding for major leagues. I think the NHL, though, is like the exception to that rule because of the fact that they don't get a ton of money from competing in the Olympics. And if you're going to send athletes there and you don't get compensated and then all of a sudden your actual product gets screwed up, I could see that being the only issue. But as far as like the, the snowboarders, the alpine skiers, the figure skaters go, because that will affect your livelihood. And the NHL players not going to Beijing, they'll still be I. Yeah. And, Would and, you guys like? Could we make the argument too that like they'll the Winter Olympics is actually like relatively, like in theory, more safe because the athlete population compared to Summer Olympics is like far far less. Yeah. Like, more in their like, sports. I I probably I don't know what the exact numbers are, but like it, it is less because there's less events, less competitors. Like Summer Olympics is like tens of thousands this one is probably like you know i don't i have no idea but it is less i know that for a fact yeah so it's I, like there's less people around less people to spread it to blah 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 i'd still do the olympics i mean i i, I do everything i just i just would I, I everyone's getting vaccinated like like make it vaccinated vaccination is mandatory for for the olympics and and then everyone there's vaccinated so quite honestly like if coronavirus spreads in there well that's why we got the vaccines to help like narrow the the blow of of covid 
that's what I think I got the vaccine for. Maybe, maybe that's what, maybe that wasn't what it was for. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm, not med- I'm no medical doctor. I'm not Dr. Kanzi. Uh, but it, it's like, I just looked it up. It's like four times. It's like a quarter of the, yeah, the size a- athletes go. There's a, almost 3000, a bit less than three. And then the summer is over 11,000. And the other thing is too, one NHL player is worth more than like almost all the other Olympic players. So if I was in the NHL, that was Gary Bettman, who I don't, he is good at his job. People kill that guy. He is great at his job. If I was him, I'd be like, no, fuck the players. They can like, I'd rather have them lock out than go over there. Yeah. And, and, and that's what, that's what I do as a business owner. I'd be like, no, fuck that. You guys can't do that. Yeah. It's just too, you, you have nothing to gain and everything to lose in this situation. And I honestly truly believe that if the NHL players are not allowed to go, they will be upset. But in the long run, there will be a much better understanding. And so, I mean, I'd love to see them play. I'd love to see them represent their countries and get back to usual business. But again, I think these years are a little bit of a, of an anomaly. Mm-hmm. And it's all about protecting your brands where they're they're still recovering, right? They're still recovering from the bubble. They're still recovering from not having fans in the arenas. Like they're they're gaining traction again, and I don't think they want to see another hiccup because they saw how bad it got and the huge bailout they had to request from the governments to pay for things like the bubble. So that's me. Speaking of cycles, is uh, Russia allowed back in these? Like, are they officially Russia again? Or are they are the uh, athlete Olympic representing Russia? Russia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the no-name brand Russian? <laughs> president's <laughs> choice? <laughs> well, literally president's choice, yes. <laughs> Putin's choice? Putin's That's choice. That's what they're going to be. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, you don't win. Soviet Russia might not find you after. <laughs> well, that yeah. was a legitimate question. Are they allowed back in? I don't think under, so. Under the Russian flag? No. Have you have you seen no. the movie? Icarus? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. They'll, they'll watched nev- it a couple times. They'll never be allowed in anything again. <laughs> oh, it's, okay. I didn't pay attention, apparently. I've seen it twice, but didn't, didn't catch that either time. Just oh. Have you seen no, Creed 2? <laughs> they exiled Ivan Drago, dude. So, Russian, <laughs> Russian Olympic Committee. ROC. Rock Nation. Oh, That's what rock. they are. Party uh, Rock. That's what they're allowed to. And so <laughs> for how long? Yeah, I think there's so I think after 2022 they're okay. So they so they're this is the last one. Yeah. I'm just reading here on the good old Wikipedia. <laughs> Start the fucking thing up again. Russia's gonna get real good at the Olympics again. <laughs> yeah. So this guy can run forever. <laughs> for, for a period of two years, the team cannot use the Russian name, flag, or anthem and must present themselves as neutral athlete or neutral team neutered athlete is what they was trying to say there but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get real good again so if you want to take some future bets you should future bet the 2024 olympics for for russia yeah, right to win. now <laughs> yeah, because head over to fan duel put your future bet in there they're coming that's why that's gonna start score again it's all making sense now <laughs> blood doping <laughs> that movie was wild man crazy guy ended up in witness protection like legitimately <laughs> i don't know if there's ever been a documentary like that that was nuts 
And it was, what's crazy was that wasn't even like what he was setting out to do. He like stumbled upon arguably one of the most important sports documentaries ever. And, and that's insane. That's absolutely insane. I was watching it because I didn't know actually what it was about. Like I, I've heard about it. I, I thought, no, this is so I, when I, when I, when I press play on Netflix, I thought I was watching the Russian doping scandal story. And it's, right. and so they, he's going through the cycling stuff. And I'm like, huh? I thought this was like about Russia. So I stopped the movie and looked up Icarus and the, like, I was like, what the fuck? So this is the same movie. And it's, yeah, it's wild. He got lucky that guy, man. It's crazy. Made him thought, hundreds of millions of dollars for his mistake. I thought the exact opposite. I thought I was like, okay, this is about Lance Armstrong and cycling, <laughs> and then stumbled into the Russian stuff. I was like, okay, let's see Lance cry, and then I was like, oh fuck, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he like the weirdest dude ever? How is that guy running anything? He was the most important person, <laughs> arguably, in sports in the world. Yeah, and he yeah. just. Uh, there was like his shirts off, right? <laughs> He's got all the chest hair. I'm pretty sure he wanted the Icarus guy to bang his wife too at one point. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. Swing as they man, it was weird. <laughs> Money, baby. You need to get me out of here. It's very, very serious. <laughs> Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> oh. Do I make you run, eh? <laughs> want to shag now or shag later your accent's pretty good i love austin powers man that's sh- that was my that was my shit elizabeth hurley oh that instagram page is nice <laughs> yeah, here we go down the <laughs> rabbit hole of beautiful women over the age of well that's 45 the, still the most confusing part because i don't think that number's high enough well lisa yeah. ann's 49 so anything higher than that we take her off the list I think 55. Elizabeth Hurley is like 57 years old. <laughs> when can you start cashing your retirement checks? <laughs> 65. <laughs> so we go 65. Your, and your Canada pension plan. Yeah. Uh, Elvira. <laughs> Elvira wins that every single time. When do you get into the old CPP? Let's go. CPP. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley's 56. That's what I said. She's out. Doesn't count. Too young. It's it's Elvira. It's Elvira is the hottest woman over sixty five in the world. She might be the only hot woman. What about my gal Helen Mirren? We've went down this before. This is gonna get real <laughs> yeah, messy real yeah. fast. <laughs> Dude, my my girl Helen has got it going on. She's seventy six. Yeah, seventy six. Really? Wow. Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just aged. She just aged well, Helen. You know. She did. She certainly did. She's in Fast and Furious. She, she does it all. She's fucking stacked. Christy Brinkley is 67. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're, 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 we are going down the same list yeah, that we Googled we the last time. That we <laughs> I've seen Gazi this whole time. He just typed in hot old women. <laughs> well, hottest women over 55. Yeah. I'm typing it in. Michelle Pfeiffer, 63. Oh, yeah. That's good, too. Doesn't qualify. Cox, 57. Yeah, Courtney young. Cox is up there, but she doesn't look good now. No, she looks like oh. she's 50. Oh, Pfeiffer, did we say Pfeiffer? I was yeah, Pfeiffer's a good rabbit hole. Share? Shares? I don't mind share. Oh, Shania? Did we say Shania? Yeah, no, but that's a good This is the rabbit hole. We've we, said, we, 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 we said, said Shania the last time. Yeah, yeah we said Shania the last time. 
Heather Come Locklear. On, that's Heather, Heather Locklear. Locklear. Yeah, that's who I was trying to okay. think of. Was Heather Locklear? Who's the chick? She's sixty. She's sixty. Who's the oh, one? That the white. That the white. Oh, that one spins the shit. How did you pick that up? I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. She doesn't spin anything. She just touches and it Uh, turns. She touches something and it turns on. Oh my girl, Sandy B's over 50. The stories that came out of her and Pat Sajak, the amount of booze that they would consume before shooting and drugs is just insane. Pat Sajak. Yeah, it's crazy. You gotta listen to Pat Sajak. Elaborate. Dan Labatar show. Listen to it. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, he, he... just talks about the craziest things that you would ever think of. He was in the he was in war shows. too. He was he was a radio host in Vietnam or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Yeah, nuts, absolutely insane. Crazy. How old's Marissa Tomei? <laughs> I don't know, but she get it. <laughs> she can kind of Julian. She might uh, she might top that list. Have you seen no, that? She's not old enough. She's still too young. She's still too 57. Young. 57. 57. Yeah, that's, too, that's too young. We said 65 and older. CPP. It's old. Oh, Bertha Tomei yeah. is a fine dime brizzle. Catherine Zeta oh, Jones. I'll take her for a senior coffee when she's 65. <laughs> you said oh, senior cock. Oh, no. <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. I recently rewatched the Oceans series. <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones in number two is severely underrated. I didn't even know she was in number two. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. Who's the like, I'm looking at older pictures. Oh, yeah. Okay. Haas guy over 65. We've already done this. Richard Gere. We did this? No, Has to be Richard. Not. Or not Richard Gere. Sorry. I fucked that Clooney? up. No. Clooney's not that old, I don't think. No, my God. The guy looks like Brad Pitt. Brad Robert Pitt, Redford. Robert, Robert Redford. <laughs> Robert Redford. Yeah. He's probably the hottest guy over 65. What about, Kirk, what, what about over Douglas? 80? Uh, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> I think you might I be the setting, only guy. I was setting that one up. <laughs> the Crypt Keeper and Clint Eastwood. Like, I don't know if she's gotten work done, but Marissa seems to be hotter when she's like 55 than she was when she was like 20-something. 100%. Of course she says work done. They've all had work done. All the she's guys like, have had I'm work not going to accuse here. I'm not going to... The guys I'm I'm going with this new chi, neutral, and I'm assuming minimal work done, and oh, she yeah. just got way hotter. Yeah, you're probably right. Hot takes. Probably she's right. Aged like a fine wine. Yeah. You know she got work done when the body tightens up and gets almost that little wrinkly and certain things don't age the same way. That's all I'm going to say. I just want to high five that casting director who decided to say, hey, let's make Aunt May hot. Yeah. Think about the revolution of Aunt May in our life. Yeah. Aunt May got yeah. steadily hotter. Yeah. Okay? Grandma yeah. to room. Mar- we start with a 95-year-old lady. <laughs> Then we move her down to 68, and then we're gonna go to Marissa Tomei. <laughs> okay, okay, I, I'll drop some uh some Dean Heat on you. I watched I watched Spider-Man 3 the other day just to kind of get primed. Um, side take so bad. Um, but this is Spider-Man 3, remember, okay? And Aunt May's like, oh, me and your Uncle Ben would have been married for 50 years. I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> You're like 90. <laughs> Like you got married when you were forty. There's and like she's like, oh, we were so young because she, Peter wanted to propose. I'm like, so you're telling me you're like in your early seventies in this movie? Like oh, if that's the case, <laughs> I don't know. Like I could be wrong, but yeah, she looks like she's at least eighty. Is she still alive? 
Yeah, can, close. can we agree well, that she, she yeah, was the she's best. 94 years old? She's alive. She, she was the best Aunt May, and Toby was the best Spider Man. Who was the best Aunt May? The first Rosemary one. Harris? No, no, Marissa Tomei is the best. Oh, okay. yeah, she's I not. Mean, it's coming. She's hot, but she's not the best Aunt May. Come on, I, I think I think she plays that Aunt May pretty good. I guess if you're going right off the comic books, then yeah, you pick the oldest one. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, even the second one wasn't that great, but I mean, like the Sally first one Fields? was like. I, so for me, Sally Fields will forever and always be Martha Kent. I mean, but real like she she was the best actress out of all of them. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought, but I, but I think, but I thought the first one was like the best one. I thought Toby was the best Spidey. Have we seen Uncle Ben in the new Spider-Man series? He hasn't. He hasn't even been named. Huh. It's 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 a real thing that people are not thrilled about that they have really no mention of uncle ben there's a thought there might be some uncle ben in the third one from at least the mention of uncle ben through potentially other spider i literally did not think about Wait, that when was sally field martha kent yeah i don't think she was martha kent yeah you're you're who am i thinking of so, yeah. you're thinking of diane lane playa oh that's who i'm thinking of. oh Sorry, that's yes. another one Apologies. that's another Apologies. one diane lane. <laughs> <laughs> deeper and deeper we go fellas <laughs> what, what about demi moore yeah disclosure if you yeah. haven't seen it <laughs> and in the queue it up boys disclosure striptease yeah, striptease that's, is a good one but good one but here's the thing when you pull that up and it shows up on your netflix you know, That's Chloe okay. might be asking some questions. You see closure. You say, hey, it's Michael Douglas about what they thought the Internet might look like in the future. And we leave out the blowjob part. I always go documentary after porn ends has three, three series. It's educational. It's documentary. <laughs> it is actually a good it's a good one. I've seen it. <laughs> porn ends. Closure eyes. Yeah. An interesting concept. They got the internet wrong, right? Like that was one of the like, this is what we think the internet's gonna be like, where you're looking through an email, it's all virtual. That's not a, at all how the internet turned out. It's <laughs> <laughs> flying through cyberspace. <laughs> Chaps' favorite movie's coming out next. Uh, uh it looks Matrix so bad. <laughs> I lo- like if Keanu Reeves is a great person. His movies are either really good or they're god awful. And this movie, I don't know, maybe I'm reading it wrong, but this movie looks like it's going to be a solid 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes? Did you got? I read something interesting. Like the one movie Keanu Reeves wants to do a sequel of is Constantine. Yeah. And like they won't let him do it. Um, Starring also Shia LaBeouf. Why wouldn't they let him do it? Like, man, oh man, he would knock that out of the park. You just be John Wick again, just with fucking aliens and shit or demons. No, it's magic. He's a magic guy. Yeah, he's a magic man. Take me to he, the magic. He's he's DC's Doctor Strange. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't you let magic. him do it? Because because DC doesn't do things right. Do you Nick think Cage they fil- do, do you think nice Nick Cage pig? <laughs> do you think that they filmed this new uh, Matrix movie like in between takes of the John Wick movie? <laughs> They shared the same studio, actually. <laughs> well, they didn't know they're on the same sound set. Just look at it. Look at it. It looks the exact same. Same <laughs> suit. Just move over here. <laughs> Can you just well, move you over here now, Keanu? Put the trench coat on. Here we go. Hit go this, one, this guy with the gun and then jump in the air. Yeah. <laughs> you got to shoot a couple people over here. 
the, the outtakes for the movie are just scenes from the other one. <laughs> this would use the wrong marker. <laughs> I just off, offset is the next Bill and Ted. What's <laughs> what's the director's name again? She's uh ah, what the hell's her name? I can't remember. Is it Lana Wallenchinski or something like that? Wachowski? One who like sued the other people for it? Yeah, yeah. Like she yeah. she's also very uh overrated as a director as well. And and this, <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be the worst movie, I think, of the whole year. I, what's she thinking when she does that? When she, like, other than maybe the Kevin James movie that's coming up with Sean Payton, that looks pretty god-awful as well. But Sean, They're doing a Sean Payton one, too? Kevin James is playing Sean Payton. Oh, Christ. There's I thought Sean we were Payton's talking not- about the Mr. Grosher movie with Kurt, about Kurt Warner. That <laughs> looks terrible fucking, too. So bad. So, yeah, Kevin James is playing Sean Payton. That's crazy. That's and so tra- the trailer's out. It literally looks like... Is he losing thing. weight for the role? <laughs> he's <laughs> Unless bad. he's playing Sean Payton now, because that boy is fat. Thick. He's <laughs> thick. With yeah. three C's and a K. Yes. He's big. He's a juicer. Well, he's also got COVID, so... Sucks Twice. Said it again. Is Sean Payton big now? He's always been. He's kind of always been fat. He had the oversized like jacket thing that he wore. I see what you're saying. I'm with yeah. you. I, 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 I know I how to hide fat. I know what he's doing. <laughs> he walked around in a Santa suit in August, you know, just making, <laughs> just confusing everybody. There's kind of a resemblance there. I'm looking at a side by side. Yeah, that's fine. But you just got to watch the trailer. It's not good. Like it's not going to be. If it's good. not a funny movie, I'm not watching Kevin James film. Okay, name one Kevin James movie that is actually funny. <laughs> King of Queens. That's not well, a movie. Paul Blart. I like Paul Blart. <laughs> I mean, from um, what it up. was, he was he was good in Grown Ups. He was good in Grown Ups. What was, the one, what was the Netflix one he did? The Assassin. <laughs> Which one? Oh, the Assassin <laughs> one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh man. I would argue it was better than the Paul Blarts. Paul Blart, second Paul Blart was terrible. Yeah, it was it was, it was awful. Uh, Here comes the boom. Not a great film, but like oh, I'll, I'll give I'll give that one. Yeah. That's yeah. Salma yeah. Hayek. Yeah. I forgot about Here Comes the Boom. He was Salma Jack for Hayek. that. He got he was a he was a big boy. He looked good in that movie. Salma Hayek. She can. She. Can. Did you guys watch that like NASCAR show he was on on Netflix? The Crew, crew. one season. Yeah. Wasn't it it kind of overtly racism in there too? Like it was, he got uh, accused of racism. I didn't, I don't think I did. It wasn't overtly anything other than terrible. Was it bad? Yeah. NASCAR. Isn't NASCAR just overtly racist? Yeah. Just in general. I mean, (laughs) if you're black, you end up with a, with a noose tied in your locker. Yeah. That did happen. Allegedly. 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 No, I mean, there, there, there's, there are like multiple reports coming out about how like that wasn't, the, what they happen. said yeah exactly yeah did not happen Th- that it was just used for like actually lifting stuff up and down and it's a very common not tied yes but yeah just funny that was the only one that was out <laughs> yeah in that specific locker speaking of ridiculousness jesse smollett man my guys that his guy's case is in court right now yeah he's a big piece of so shit, the guy dude. that got beat up and like staged it Yes. We'll go with that. You don't think he staged it? Oh, no, 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 no. He for sure staged it, but okay. he did not get beat up. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, 
I don't know. There's there's like weird stuff coming out about this case about the extracurricular activities that took place just prior with these two gentlemen. What was it? Gets a little cocaine. Gets a little sexual from my oh, oh yeah, a little sexy time. A little sexy time. It was nice. It was, they were like they were like extras in one of the episodes on Empire, and like it was like this whole. And he slept with them. I believe that was what. Uh, and then he's like, "Hey, you can keep sleeping with me if you beat the fuck out of me in the street, but beat the fuck out of me here first, and then take me to the streets." I'm guessing that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, and then like the whole like the Chicago police department decided to like not pursue charges, and then it's like, well, why did we not pursue charges against Jesse Smollett, who claimed all of these things and was actually in the wrong? And then there was a private. Not a private investigator, but like a, a special team that was assigned to it, and they were going to then rule on what was going to happen, and which is why we're now seeing the charges laid or them going through court. So, very guys, very a piece of shit. I mean, yeah, huge piece, huge of, piece of, shit. of shit. Yeah, and if those other guys, so what, what was like the rationale? He just kind of wanted to say relevant, or yeah, yeah, he wanted that okay, next a, big movie role. Got a question for you, boys. You had to get rid of one of these two people. Hmm. Take into consideration the movies that they've been in. I'd shoot Toby twice. No. <laughs> Stop with the office <laughs> references, please. <Get> a- <laughs> Rob Schneider or Kevin James? God, that's so easy. Because, but here's the thing Rob Schneider has some like iconic moments like, that's one huge bitch. Like the whole uh oh, you can Deuce do it. Bigelow, Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, you can do it. Cut his fucking head off. Hilarious. Uh the delivery guy in Big Daddy. Um, <laughs> Hip hop anatomist. Yeah. <laughs> well, you give him the easy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's so I mean, are we are we just automatically killing Kevin James, or are we thinking that he actually has a shot? No, I kill no, Rob I, Schneider every yeah, time. Yeah, I go Rob Schneider. <laughs> Kevin James did it like he became part of the Sandler crew, but like he started on his own with King of Queens. I feel like, anyways, everybody and, loves Raymond. Everyone. Does he was. He was. He was on. Everyone loves Raymond. King of Queens, really? like I would watch that shit when I like oh, got I home know. from university at like three, like at three o'clock. I just throw on some King of Queens and just have a laugh riot. You know, obviously Jerry Stiller was the funny one, but still, Doug had his moments. Doug Heffernan and and uh, what was your name? Leo Remy or whatever. No, yeah, that's yeah, a real Carrie, name. Carrie. Doug, Doug and Carrie and Carrie Heffernan could get it. Well, I, she was a. I liked her when I was a little younger as well, but. Uh, <laughs> That, that, <laughs> what does she look like now? You may ask. <laughs> no, Change conversation. I, I think I think King of Queens oh, does anything that Rob Schneider's ever done. That's fair. That's fair. I, I remember I, that character more than anything that Rob Schneider ever was. Well, the funny thing about that is when when King of Queens ended, and then Kevin James was looking for some new work. They basically create the show called Kevin Can Wait, which is very much a very similar idea, and then they bring in. Leo Remy or Leia Remy or whatever in season two because they like kill off the other girl. Be like, yeah. hey, it was nice, but like we got chemistry, so hit the bricks, toots, and that was it. Big fan of his work. 
I think yeah, I think yeah, Conzi. I'd probably go Schneider. Conzi loves Schneider. He's been I love Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider is you guys a carrot. Good. He's a carrot. <laughs> Rob Schneider is fuck you. You'll watch it anyway. But um, <laughs> no. Hot, how can you guys? How can you guys dog hot chick? I fucking love hot chick. Deuce Bigelow. I like that. I am uh, animal. The animal. animal. Oh my god. Like, they're so yeah. bad. He had a very short time frame, but it was fuck. They were all funny movies at the time. I should go back okay. and watch a lot of them, to be honest. Rob Schneider or Jack Black? Rob Schneider. Oh. Yeah, I'm killing Rob Schneider there. I like Jack Schneider. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider. Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey? Oh, I hate you, Sandler. That's a tougher one, but I, uh, oh just, man, that Jim Carrey hasn't tough. like killed himself like Sandler has nowadays. Like Sandler, just, well, he is Doctor Robotnik, so yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah there was legitimate ass. There was there's legitimate actual award contention for Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik. He was. He almost got nominated for a Golden Globe for that performance. There you go. He looks even more badass in the new one. Yeah, he, he's taking on true Robotnik form in the second one. Yeah, yeah, he is. Knuckles. Ah, well that, that's a tough one. Just due to childhood happiness, I'd probably go. I'd keep Sandler around. Oof. I think I'm going Jim Carrey because when you go childhood, I'm thinking The Mask. Yeah, I'm like. The mask, liar, liar. Yeah. He was the fucking Riddler. I mean, <laughs> Edward Nigma. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know, man. I, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's got to be Jim Carrey. I think we got to keep him. I'm keeping. I, it's tough I because him. I go back and forth. Because like, yeah, there's some good. I have a lot of memories with the Adam Sandler movies. And then that, yeah, it's like a different time of your life. You start with Adam Sandler and then you kind of move into Jim Carrey, but Jim Carrey was like the first couple. It's fucked. I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know why I said it now. Nah, fuck it. I'm, ki- I'm killing Adam Sandler. Cause he made me watch that dumbass fucking gambling movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the fuck was that? Called? Oh, uh, uncut yeah. gems. Uncut uncut gems. gems. Yeah. It was so bad. And everyone said it was so good. And I started watching it. I'm like, and Brianne looked at me. She's like, I'm going to bed. This movie sucks. I'm like, yeah, it sucks. And I skipped it and I watched it and fast forward so I could just figure oh. out what happened at the end if you won his bet. But I think that's it, eh? Rago. This is yeah, the- this has been a long epi. Yeah, it's going to yeah. have some editing. Morgan Fairchild, 72, by the way. Oh, yeah, she's good. Yeah. yeah. Who's ready for another hour of the I, no- I, got, <laughs> I, got her, I got her queued up. Hold on. It's Who's the chick Morgan? off of a, yeah, it's it's her. Oh, uh, okay. She's, yeah, I got you. I'm uh, eating. I'm eating dinner at four o'clock for her. She's no need to Hartley, <laughs> but that's okay. Nina Hartley was a good one too back today. <laughs> Thank you for that, Nina. Nina, flick my bina. But uh, <laughs> I was saving that one. I was like, if they come back to this topic, <laughs> Nina Hartley. She's so hot. Mike, drop. So many like searches on Pornhub. Nina Hartley. All right, Big D, Distracty Boy, have your final word. 
Love you, boys. Love the Friday episodes. <laughs> Always feeling loosey-goosey for them. Just hope to do them again soon. Actually, the next one's a Thursday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, when we go yeah. live. So, Which yeah. is in two days after you listen to this. Or the, the next day, sorry. One day. Yeah. Tune in tomorrow to see my long, luscious locks live on screen. Conzi to you. I don't I don't know why I'm nervous for this live episode. Everything we do is <laughs> everything we do is live. <laughs> we literally just turn on and go. But uh yeah, I don't know. I think maybe it's our special guest. So we got a winner of a Master Chef Canada at some point. We don't know what season, but <laughs> we got we got Eddie Lack and we got something else. Who knows? Like uh it's great. Are are the old wise guys still coming? I think I might have to announce the some stuff live on on oh, uh, okay no spoilers maybe no spoilers. they can tell us who the hottest woman is over 65 oh no because they're gonna choose their 65 when it was back in the day so you're gonna get like legitimately <laughs> they're dead, they're, they're, dead. dead. <laughs> they're all dead Go trip, trip to the cemetery boys <laughs> who you digging up the ashes who on the shelf dig- that's what the segment's gonna be called who you digging up <laughs> That's a legitimate contender. <laughs> Listen, boys, it's uh, always fun. <sighs> can't wait to do this live. I'm glad we got this all out of our system because we can't do this on a live audience on Facebook. But uh, until next time, I uh, hope your bet slips pay out dividends. Keep donating to the BC Children's Hospital Fund. Uh, link is in the description. I think we're up to almost like $2,600 now. So pitter-patter, let's get at her. Uh, appreciate all of you. Yeah, Chaps is looking. I just donated, buddy. Don't worry. I got oh, you. Thank you. Chapsy thank you. Dapsy, appreciate it. Take us home. Yeah, you know, tune in tomorrow night if you're listening to this on uh, the first Wednesday it comes out, which would be the 22nd. Uh, t- tomorrow night, the 23rd of December, we will be live with Eddie Lack. Trevor Connie, MasterChef winner of season four of MasterChef Canada, which I just made up on the spot. Don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> so you stayed golden, pony boy. We'll see you next time. Insider's reference, nice. Sick. All right, fellas. Yeah, we got it open. Two AM working like we possessed out. Scenario is utopia, stay content with that With our best kept secret, go ahead and floor past it We don't need to get fucked up all the time and broadcast it So much overload, they overdid it Overshared about it though, we're now exposed to cynic Oversaturated, now we're all overdosing Shaking my head side to side like a motorboating Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating Speculating all this posing, faking backstories They disseminated Trying to tell us that they got their city locked down But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out We make our moves on the low Let the rhythm hit them rock Him, Eric B, razor sharp 
can listen to that criticism about our hometown. But if you ain't from here, you're done. No, don't come round. Look, I made a siren, illuminate the sky. We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise. Is I made a siren, standing through the night. We resonate forever, yo. Whenever we combine, this I made a siren, illuminate the sky. We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise. Is I made a siren, standing through the night. We resonate forever, yo. Whenever we combine. This is anti-tourism, expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames that came into fruition Using the true wisdom we imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe become Leviathan We thrive under pressure from the weight that you place on our shoulders Cliches just make us bolder We break in the mold, embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains we can trace with our fingertips Roll air clean, no chem detected Choke on those vapors, constantly Objected to become familiar with that box that you left us in. Even come to love, I feel the bond like it's next to kin. We resting in, sleeping. You wrestling, weakened. Weak out, stress seeking. You out, left tweaking. Speak out, know you hate that we fucking got it made. But it's too late for our pity, paid the cost for your charade. So this I made a siren, illuminate the sky. We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise. This I made a siren, sounding through the night. We resonate forever, yo, whenever. But we combine Siren, siren illuminate the sky We shining out the light Silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren Down through the night We resonate forever Yo, whenever we combine